How you going, guys? Welcome back to the Fedekin Podcast. This week's episode, again, is with the four boys on the couch. But this time, we played the Fresh and Grounded game, Ramadan edition. So we basically picked out from the set of cards. And there was questions about uh, Ramadan, reflecting how we've outgrown from our last Ramadan, looking about like the hereafter as well, balancing between fear and hope, and many other questions, inshallah. I know you guys will enjoy this one, so see you later. What I noticed from uh, working and managing everything uh, during the first couple days of Ramadan, first couple of days were brutal cuss. Headaches like, or no? Headaches, falling asleep. Like, I remember I p- went to pick up my brother from school and take him home. I was falling asleep, almost almost crashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost swerved off the freeway, like the genius that I am. Wait, what are you doing, Hannah, on the freeway? Yeah, 100. And um, what so happened was <laughs> I started... Like, you know when you know when you're like, I'll just close my eyes for two seconds. Yeah. yeah? And then, um, you know, that's not, that's not normal, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the sun doesn't come from that one. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I was just... He fell asleep. He was next to me. He was lying down. And I didn't have anything on because, you know, you're trying, to, you're trying to stop all these bad habits that you used to do. And then those things, uh, you can't really lean on them to keep you awake. So, yeah. I ended up... Ca- it's like maybe the last five minutes of the journey. Uh, starting the days And then you know You just somehow Fall into a trance You're like thinking About something And then your eyes close And now you're seeing it You're like yeah. Hang on a second yeah. And then you wake up You're like You come back I'm like Oh my god I was awake for the rest of the day That's it I was telling them Just before I had the same On the way here I had the same scenario Not on the freeway though It wasn't as bad Yeah But that bit where you said Um you know, just as you better fall asleep, you become ultra focused yeah. on something. All of a sudden, I'm ultra focused. And I'm just thinking about something, and then I realize I'm going off the. Because sw- your eyes closed, man. And I'm just like, damn. You know what I mean? But that's something about Ramadan, though. It gives you some another level of um, tiredness. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just ment- mentally draining. Like at the start, especially. I didn't get the headache, so. Do you feel mentally fatigued though? At the start, I was, but yeah. then your body adjusts quicker than you think, man. Mm. And like right now, I, f- I f- the thing is. You can you have moments in your day where you feel like, you know, you can do this all you can do this all day. You're good. You can do whatever tasks come up to you. But then yeah. there's other moments you give it like half an hour, and you're just gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys get the same thing, but yeah. it just fluctuates energy. I remember I had yeah, yeah this morning it was actually this morning. I had energy for days. I was good. Da, da, da. All of a sudden, now nah, I need to take a nap. Yeah, man. it's so oh, weird. <laughs> that little crash so. that you get in your fast is is, bro. But tell me about. Tumbling, tell me man. about tell me about the post fajr naps. I, I didn't go. They're more like sleeps, bro. Huh? They're more like sleeps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at them. Yeah. Hour, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> what are they like? What are they like? Yeah, bro, I wake up in a daze. Like, is it the same day? Is it you know? Bro, the it's like the after asr naps. Bro, the dreams yeah. that I get afterwards are like like borderline scary. Do you have coffee before it? Yeah, so I, I would have coffee before. That's exactly what it is. No, it's not, bro. bro I guarantee you. No, it's, you know it, what it is? What you is have it? the caffeine in your system. Like, yeah. you've just had it fresh and For you sure. went back to sleep. Yeah. Your brain is now working, cuz. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, you're trying to force it. For this, this is what I experienced yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I tried to force it and I had a nightmare, bro. I woke up <laughs> and my dunya was shook for the whole day. Yeah. I was actually gone. I actually felt like that thing was legit real. I'd experienced it in yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this trauma that carried out throughout the day. 
like you feel like you're a part of it you're actually everything moving yeah everything. yeah like I, i'm yeah. not too sure if it's a lucid dream but it, it feels like like it was legit it happened mm. now mm. i know why those girls break up with their guys when they cheated with cheated on them in their sleep <laughs> yeah, like yeah. well like that they that's not legit to me oh you mm. started doing the actions and everything no i don't know what happened i don't know like if yeah. i was doing actions i probably was <laughs> tell me why bro tell me why post fajr one nap i think this was post post fajr or post work nap that i haven't slept the whole day yeah <laughs> Tell me how I have my hand like this <laughs> while in my sleep, acting like I'm talking on the phone. <laughs> You're tripping now, bro. Do you oh, remember what it was, though? Do you remember the Yeah, the, the dream I can't share it on the podcast, yes. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's best. You can tell us over dinner, yeah? Inshallah. Some people, some people see the signal, they're like, oh, I know what it is. Yeah, I'll exactly. figure it out. I think the people are wondering why you guys also cooked and seem like you got no energy. It's basically one hour before iftar. Yeah. yeah, not even thirty minutes left, forty minutes left. Pretty much. Subhanallah. Mm. And I'm usually good, like at this point of the time. Well, I'm not even. Gonna, this is like my my peak time, but I feel like the the cycle, like I can't even say words. Right <laughs> but the compound of the lack of sleep and everything, yeah, it accumulates. It accumulates. So yeah. this is part of the day where it's just like I'd usually have like a nap type of thing yeah. before. Um, it really depends on your day. Yeah. Like different days, I use mental energy in the morning, and then I kind of take like a nap or re- relax, and then I'll be all right. But now, if like the last four or five hours you've been using mental energy, you're just drained. Mm-hmm. So. And you guys are training in Ramadan stores. Well, I know Ali is because I'm training yeah. with him. Susan and Ashraf. Are you guys still training? Or? Yeah, I soccer Monday, gym Tuesday. So it's all night stuff. Like yeah, evening, night stuff. Never I before. haven't done before I started. Just depending on it, like, I've been going out a lot. Like as in, like there's a yeah, going to. No, it's just like you you have an iftar or something like that. So it's a bit awkward with um, going to the gym before it. Mm. Unless you got like an hour, then you come home, shower, then go to the house and stuff like that. It's a bit different. But inshallah, next week when daylight savings kicks in, it's a bit different. You can actually build. It's a bit earlier. Like, you know, you have more time. How how is Are you working mostly from home? Yeah, one day in office. I don't know. How how is it, bro? Because what I've started to realize, I stayed home today. I had some uni stuff to do. All these other days I've been working, I realize the days I'm outside the house, the days go a lot quicker mm. than yeah. being at home. So I don't know how you're doing it. How is it? Are, you sh- are the I, days feeling like long? I stay up from Fajr and work. So I pretty much work until I'm wrecked mm-hmm. and then sleep for like two, three hours. And then wake up, cold shower, and I'm then do stuff. Then. Yeah. My job said I can do any hours from seven to seven. Oh, okay. so I Flexibility. Do, I got to do seven and a half hours between seven to seven. So I do morning like until 12, yeah. it's five yeah. hours. And then from like, Five to seven or four thirty to seven, I'll do a bit more. That's from minutes spurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like two, three hour break, you just nap and then you cold shower and you smash your day. I like it better than working um in the city. Mm. Mm. I yeah. feel like working in this city makes it go pretty quick, especially when you start your day earlier. Well, it depends on your commute. What if your commute's like an hour? That's even better because then at least that's one hour that's killed on commute on the way there. But think mm. about it, yeah. For me, the bit that I struggle with the most is like breakfast time. Yeah. After like your body's digested that your suhoor and whatever, after that I get this massive like dump. Mm. So uh, if I get past that little hump of that like whatever empty feeling in my stomach, and then it gets to like lunchtime or whatever, then everything else is calm after that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the number one thing that I'm fighting is like like sleep. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, mm. um, bro. Look, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think uh, I think the biggest <coughs> like realization that I've had, and it's the funniest thing, is I realized food is a crutch. Yeah, for me, is. every Ramadan I have that same feeling Bro, too. You know the depression I get, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> think you about get, those lunch breaks? Bro, I'm telling you, I get Coffee random breaks. sports of depression. What I just think about, oh my God, right now, I'd be so mad to have this. You go through, like, you flick through uh, TikTok and then all of a sudden, this mine's all food, yeah? So all of a sudden, this guy's made some sort of a soup from scratch and he's got this crunchy bread. He's got the on the thing. I'm like, all of a sudden, you can hear all the effects, yeah? sound effects. I get so angry, bro. I have like 50 different emotions running through my mom's pissing herself laughing. She's like, this guy's on the ropes. And then I'm like, I'm like, bro, if. I didn't realize this now. Food is my biggest crutch. Yeah, yeah. Food and coffee. <laughs> if I don't have that, like I'm usually bouncing and running around, acting like uh, you know, like somebody possessed. Majority of the time, I'm not possessed. Relax. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> majority of the time, I have a lot of energy. Now I'm like, bro, I'm done. Mm. I'm like, I'm finished. I think that everything in the world isn't gonna work out. Mm. Every time I, every time like I do an assignment, that's not good enough. Every time I do something at work. It's mm. not good enough And then people are looking at the thing that I did I'm like, yeah, like you did well I'm like, yeah. no, it's not well But you realise, hang on a second Let me get a feed in me Let me get a coffee in me yeah. And let me see how I react And you're like, oh, wait a second It's not that bad mm. <laughs> So it's a bit odd, but Alhamdulillah yeah. no, I, feel you I reckon we should get into the game What do you reckon? Yeah. I'm just going to make one last comment Go ahead Yeah, sir. before we get into the game You know what's crazy, yeah? Like, you know on days Because I started bringing in lunch to work, yeah? And on the days where I forget to bring a lunch or I'm running late or something along those lines, yeah, and I have to go buy lunch, yeah, and obviously in the city it's more expensive to buy lunch, you know what I mean? I'm thinking how drag this day is, you know, because I'm not going to have like a proper lunch. It's or not, oh, like it's, un- it's not going to feel the same. It's not going to feel the same. Mm. And plus when you bring home food to work, there's mm. nothing that beats it, yeah? Why do you normally eat when you're in the city? Typical Somali food. <laughs> Pasta, please. <laughs> So oh, you're talking about like at the city? Yeah, like when you go into oh, like a shop. Oh, no, no, no. They have like little restaurants like noodles oh, okay, or okay. something along yeah. those lines. You okay. know what I mean? Anyway. You must meet up with Brissa and eat that together. <laughs> yeah, we have it. lunch together every single day, bro. Yeah. Um, so Brissa's comment in yeah, the chat. He yeah. doesn't like Asian food, but... Yeah, yeah I don't he get it, man. He doesn't have it. He oh, no, doesn't like Asians. You gotta cut that out. He loves Asians. Keep it in there, keep it in there. What was I going to say? And then... Yeah, and then the days that you don't have, bro, I lost my. Yeah, the food. <laughs> like Let's get into the game. What's talking yeah. about? <laughs> Takeaway, home cooked meal. Yeah, the home cooked meal. I was thinking about how long my days and all that kind of stuff. But now days, I don't have food for the whole day, and it's like I'm functioning like completely fine. You know what I mean? Kind of prove yourself wrong, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's also due to like the heightened like self awareness, like that consciousness mm. that you get during Ramadan. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're humbled, bro. You're not distracted. Yeah. We also have a reason for it. Like even intermittent fasting, you're like. Oh, you know, I can cut it right now. It's not that deep. The yeah, repercussions yeah. aren't that bad. Exactly. This is like if you make your fast, you have to go make up the day. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm not making it up for a glass of water when it starts in two hours. And even yeah. if you break your fast, let's just say, like, how much of a loser would you feel like <laughs> just yeah. in the middle of Ramadan? <laughs> First, imagine you break your fast, take like one sip, and you're like, ah, oh, that was not worth it. Yeah. That's literally what would happen. That's what it yeah. feels like. Because you know, when you take a sip at Figi, Afur, or Iftar, or whatever, you think, oh, yeah, I can go another 10 hours now. Yeah. Mm. That quote, yeah, you know the one where that guy goes, um, go say it. Um, the you fast for ten hours, and <laughs> then you you have five minutes of pleasure when you eat. It tells you like the 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 dunya is uh, temporariness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, bro. Hold on. What's no, it's actually a good quote. What's the funny? At the start of the year, he was bagging me <laughs> for saying something cliche. Oh. Like, you know, the Tumblr quotes or whatever. Like, the Sahaba thing. I <laughs> told you, I'm on the ropes. If I don't have food, I'm on the ropes, bro. This is a different human being. No, but no, no, so no, sorry, true, sorry. Actually, say it properly. No, no, that's, that's what no, it was. I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. It's like, 
it's like yeah if you're fasting or whatever they look at they look at it as like uh, uh, basically like a example of what this dunya is like you get mm. your temporary pleasure for five minutes or whatever it is and it doesn't really last but yeah anyways, so true man get into the game bro. this guy's just laughing <laughs> everything's funny anyway um can someone give an introduction ali go give an introduction for the game, yeah, fresh in the grounded game because it's been an annual thing that we've been doing. <laughs> annual thing, this is the second time. So we're doing the freshly grounded game. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen, you p- basically there's a pile of cards of certain questions to either ask your friends or family. You do it with, and this is our second time doing it. There's a Ramadan edition that we're doing. Third time. Third time. Yeah. But like now we did once normal the normal game and last year we did the Ramadan. Now we're doing okay. Ramadan again. So Ramadan edition second, so third overall. And why do we like to do it? Because you kind of. Figure out questions that we it doesn't really come up in our conversations, and then you can you can delve into other topics that we never actually think of. Mm. It's actually pretty good, and we love a deep conversation. Yeah. Love it. Oh, we're pretty goofy today, so <laughs> hey, speak for yourself, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Things are gonna end up uh, a bit deep for no reason now. Um, <laughs> uh, do you want to start it off then, Ali? Yeah, Bismillah. Couldn't think of one. So usually, um, we just pick it randomly. Someone's gonna ask a question. And whoever relates to it the most, just jump on it, basically. All right. I'll just say the top one then. Give me one principle that changed your life that I could implement. Mm. Principle, quote, or whatever, like, lesson learned. Doesn't have to be, the like, the most, like, the biggest thing that changed your life. Just something maybe even recent mm-hmm. comes to mind. Can you say quote? Because recently something hit me and I started. Uh, <laughs> What's so funny with <laughs> these guys? I, like I don't know. I heard, I heard this quote yesterday. Yeah. I don't know. It hit me. Obviously, I haven't implemented it, but I think it, I think it's something that it put to words what I've been thinking for a while. Um, it goes. Uh, there's a difference between. I think this, this is a Matrix quote. Actually, it's crazy, but like never watched the movie. No, Matrix, not Top G. Oh, like the, the movie, movie, yeah. yeah. So is there's a difference between knowing the path and walking it. So, you know, like when you look at how you implement the deen in your life, you've got things that you know you need to do. Like, um, you know, your morning athkar, you know, your sunnahs, your dua after you do or do, that kind of thing, yeah? Like there's these little bits and pieces that you know the ajr you get for them. And it's at the back of your head and you know the path, basically. But if you don't implement them and you don't action them, then khalas, you're not getting the reward for it because actions and intentions or actions and thoughts are two different things. Mm. There's like you have to put something into practice for it to work. So um yeah, that's something that just hit me recently, seeing as everyone stayed quiet. Mm-hmm. I just might as well share that. Yeah, that's good. You know, I got that. anything else? It's good. I remember Sheikh Samir touched on that a lot. We had him on. Do you remember that? Yeah. He touched on it like with our parents, you know, sometimes we know the fiqh of something or the ruling or the reward. Of like paying sunnah when you enter the mosque, or paying sunnah fajr, or the adhkar, or the this surah that you read, and then our parents don't know it, or our elders don't know it, but they're doing it, and us we are always, you know, we don't have the same, um, we're not acting on everything we know. Sure, mm. that's yeah, it's a it's a good point. Don't sleep. Yeah, that's a good yeah, facts. Well, I shout out Joseph, <laughs> and shout out Samir as well. Yeah, yeah. We need like back on, bro. Yeah, we actually have to. Inshallah. So no one else got I was thinking I don't know Principles that like yeah. You're asking for like Life changing principles Yeah it's I hard, had yeah. a quote I yeah. 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 That, that was a good one That was a good one <laughs> Yeah I liked it You know what came to my mind Straight away first Firstly I'd say more of a concept Rather than a principle What was that? Like um I remember 
I remember I was in um, in a car with my cousin, and we were just talking, or whatever. And then the guy, whatever, we're in an Uber, the guy was just aerating at the front, you know what I mean? And the concept of the conversation, without delving too much, was about like desires and stuff, you know? And then <coughs> my cousin says a quote, he goes like, we're all a slave to some form of desire, yeah? And then like it made me realise like the whole thing, it's like, we actually are, because even Ilahi mentions it in the Quran, the whole concept of they take their desires as their Lord and all that kind of stuff, mm. you know? And it's realising what that desire is, and then taking control over it. And the bigger concept behind that is like the whole idea of like discipline, you know, because mm. that ends up being like blocking. It ends up becoming like an obstacle in whatever you're trying to oh achieve. Yeah. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, that's the and real it's principle, like that, yeah. Yeah, and it's like it goes along with the philosophy. It's like if, if you don't remove the obstacle from your way, it becomes the way, you know what I mean? So if you don't tame that desire of yours, whatever it is, you know what I mean? This, uh, that, girls, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. It ends up consuming you and ends up stopping you from doing whatever you want to do like further on in life. Like yeah. we have, as, sorry bro, as Benny Adin, we have things that are our vices, yeah? You know, some people it's women, some people it's money. You know what I mean? A lot of the times Allah SWT tells us like, these things here, I've put them here. So they're stuff, yeah? Like for example, you can be married. For example, you can earn a living. Nobody said it's haram. But when you allow it to consume you, when you allow it to dictate how your life moves, and you allow it to basically, you know, be the path in which you walk, yeah. then you end up leading yourself to destruction because it's all temporary stuff. Facts. It's all things that don't, that are created, not the creator. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Mm -hmm. And that's that's what we all stem our worship to Allah Subhanahu mm -hmm. and we submit ourselves to Allah Subhanahu decree and to His will because we know that He's created the path to walk on. That's the Sirat al Mustaqim, and we have to follow His path because. He knows how he created the world. He knows how he created us. He knows what our vices are. Yeah. Bro, there's like, even like the challenge with the shaitan, like the God's been here since the beginning of time. Ooh, he knows yeah. exactly what our our little bits and pieces are. If I move you this way, you're going to be all, you're gonna be off your head. Yeah. If, you, if, I, if I let you do this, you're going to end up going into that. You know what I mean? He's, he's seen uh, billions of us. Mm. But we're not nothing special. And so. you know the funny thing is we know what our vices are, but like, like we fail to be self-aware. Mm. Like we choose not to like delve into it because of I guess the unknown or whatever and all that kind of stuff. It takes effort. That's why. Yeah, it does. Exactly. There's conscious thought that that goes into because you're 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 fighting against your default setting. Yeah. To be pushed towards these these desires. Yeah. Your desires and your nafs are your default setting. hundred percent. So when you're fighting it, it takes a lot more effort. hundred. It takes conscious thought. It takes conscious action. It takes the ability to go. Okay. I'm. Falling in this direction right now, yeah. I need to walk away the other way. Yeah. But if you continue to move in that direction, you're gonna end up doing what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, I and they don't always necessarily. When I say desires as well, it doesn't always necessarily have to be like, like an overly like bad thing type of thing. Like caffeine, coffee can be like one for example. You mm. know what I mean? Where like you're so, I guess. I've heard that there's negative to being addicted to coffee. Yeah, or caffeine. 100%. I've heard that they're not, not like physically, physiologically, or whatever, but like Dean wise as well. Okay. I don't know. I, I can't remember where yeah. I heard it from. I heard you live a longer life, bro. Are you saying over dependent or like how does no, that even over dependence? I mean, like dependent on anything in the Dean, you shouldn't be. 
Because I know that when the coffee first came out, the ulama of the time used to um, smash it. Used to really use it as a substance to be able to increase in knowledge, increase in ibadah. Yeah. Yeah. They chewed like on it. Yeah. Chewed on it yeah. so, I, someone was saying like there was one thing you need to check if you're if you're indulging in too much of your desires, like food. Yeah, or, that's or what women I'm saying. Or whatever. That's yeah, that's yeah, they yeah. say that caffeine can be a source of why. A like, why? Of why, um, like I, I can't remember where I heard it from. Yeah, yeah. It might have been, um, do you know, Cambridge University now, Abdullah Hakim Murad. Yeah. He was doing a lecture and he spoke about maybe looking at your caffeine intake as a source of why you may be falling into too many haram things or watching the wrong things or doing the yeah. wrong things or saying the wrong things. He goes, because whether we like it or not, we're kind of in an intoxicated state. Not really intoxicated as in like drugs, alcohol, whatever it is. Stimulated state. We're stimulated. It might even push you to when you're tired, like the caffeine, you take that because you're tired mm. or whatever it is, you don't have that as much focus and the caffeine pushes you further and you're even more tired later on and when you're tired, it's when shaitan gets you. Mm. So maybe it links to that. Possibly. I, look, I don't, Damn, I don't know the wisdom. That's a massive extrapolation, I, I, yeah. I, I don't know the wisdom behind yeah. that. Yeah. I just think in general, like if you're you're taking something that like you want this p- thing and you, it becomes a habit of getting it right now and getting so much of it because we have access to everything. Yeah. It's the same as food. Like you're consuming so much. Like people might say, oh, it's just food. Like how bad can it be for your D and this and that? But it's just the habit of getting that like quick dopamine or whatever of like coffee, whether it's food, takeaway. And that can link to, oh, like I'm getting everything I want. So then I'll end up doing stuff that I, I feel like doing like naps wise. Mm. But that could lead to anything. Just the idea that That's caffeine what I'm saying, though, was yeah. listed itself. Yeah. When it's when it's pulled apart from any other type of food or drink or beverage, mm. then it's a bit different. If they just said food such or drink such as caffeine, then that's different. But when they just list yeah. caffeine specifically, mm. it's like okay, there must be something with caffeine that some Islamic scholars think isn't good. I think well, it might have been Ghazali. Um, well, well, no, don't quote me on it. Yeah. It might have been Ghazali. Yeah. But I don't know when coffee even got widespread. I don't even so know. Bro. I don't even know. But I thought it was more during the Ottoman time. I, I, might I, thought, be, I thought way before. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was. Maybe, maybe widespread's a different yeah. word because uh, people. Yeah, I'll find it uh, wherever it is. I heard it from. I know the Mongols were on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Genghis Khan and his boys. Tells you, bro. That, that, wasn't that fourteen hundred anyway? <laughs> That's for, uh, Ghazali was a thousand. Yeah. Oh, is he saying Ghazali? Yeah, that's I what I just thought. But it doesn't matter. Bismillah. Yeah. I reckon this would be a good idea for this question. I reckon everyone give me one word instead of doing uh, a deep dive for this one, just because uh, we might be running behind on time. So Alright, that's just, that was a very good idea. When you think of the afterlife, what's the first emotion that you feel? I'd say, I don't know, excitement. Is it? Nice. Yeah, like, I don't know, just only because the past few days with some of my friends, we've been, like, just talking about Jannah and they, they just brought it up on topic, like, how excited they are. Like, and also, like, you know, the idea of trying to fathom it. Are you watching the Amos Herman series? I, w- I, I started there. Yeah. I need to catch up, yeah. and I'm super excited to catch up on it, man. So that's kind of getting the excitement out, where you're starting to reflect more, and you're trying to fathom what it actually is, even though you can't. But that's where the excitement builds. Yeah, I get you. And it's just beautiful. So it's it at least the heart, yeah? it does. It softens the heart a lot, and it just pushes you for more like motivation to do what you're doing in Ramadan, more good deeds. And mm. I've been listening to those vocals only, Mayr uh, Zain Nasheed's. Yeah. Just this to kind of get my fix good, Bro I will start crying bro okay, <laughs> No food No caffeine <laughs> This is a different guy bro He's just hovering Now honestly I The Omar Suleiman series Is really good And all of his series It's always good to go back on If you haven't um, Watched them before The first thing that came to mind Was fear 
because mm. when you say like the afterlife, it's more the first step. That what's the first thing that happens? It's in the grave, and I listened to the first couple episodes, but it's one of those things where a Muslimen or all the ulama explain like if you're successful in the grave, you'll be successful, you know, on the day of judgment. It's like those things. If you can answer those questions right. You know, inshallah, Allah will make the grave peaceful for you, and that journey until the day of judgment will be of ease. So that kind of thing, it's like um, you don't answer the que- like the questions are easy, like mm. really they're actually like an easy question. Like we can answer the. It's like if I said anything else, yeah, I'd be you know stupid and pe- you get mocked. Yeah. But it's that fear that somehow it's because it's not my tongue saying it. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. So that's anything. It's like that fear because you know it's. It's the punishment, man. Like you know, we can't oh, fathom man. it. Like I, you, we, uh, I was listening to the Sira as well, um, and talk, it talks about Abu Talib. You know, Abu Talib passed away. It gave the explanation that he's going to be the least punished person in Jahannam, and it spoke about his um, explanation of what that's going to be. The least punishment is like um, either wearing shoes or standing on fire, like your feet are getting um, burnt, heated up, and it um, heats up your body so much that your head boils. Mm. Like that's the least punishment And I know me in summer I can't even walk on the concrete when it's hot It's like that idea mm. yeah. It's like okay hey How am I actually going to survive And it's that fear that You know that's where I might end up 100% You know Yeah Questions yeah. Like you also yeah. Like you don't You question Like question your sincerity Because you want to always in, Like purify You always mm. want to reinstate your intentions And making sure that Your intentions are straight Because there can be times where there might be random thoughts in your head, whether it's shaitan or even just your nafs, I think, doing it for other reasons but other than like pleasing Allah. But that's where it, you have to keep reinstating it, keep pushing to purify it. Yeah. 100%. I'll, I'll recommend the lecture you should watch about that specifically, especially seeking status. Um, Abdul Hakim Murad made one about seeking status. I'm not too sure if that's your type of thing. He's a bit like more on the intellectual side. I'm not, if you guys, yeah. are, if you guys are on that, you know, in the academia, your followers are. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. You're not subscribed. Can you do me a favor. Run that mouse or your finger to the bottom there. Click that subscribe button. Turn on that notification bell as well. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just playing, but that is is very very. What's the, top, what's the lecture called? Any idea? Seeking status. Just seeking status look up that. I think it was from the Ramadan series last year. And uh, he delved into some amazing concepts, just speaking about the, um, yeah, just, just the world and how it is now. It's intoxicated by um, fame and and then likes and mm. and so on. But Attention. Yeah, we'll move on to the next one, inshallah, bro. Um, wait, you did you have an answer to that? Me, obviously fear, bro. Fear, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And basically, what Ashraf was saying, yeah. I don't know where I'm gonna be, or yeah. how I'm gonna be yeah. there, and how long it's gonna take. So hopefully, inshallah, Allah puts us through. <coughs> Mine is similar, but just more so pretty much everything I should have said except like, have I done enough? Do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, cool. Like once it's all done and said, have I done enough that everything else becomes essentially easy for me from there? You know, because mm. there's, there's no there's no turning back. You know what I mean? 100%. And you rather seek Allah's, like you're, when you have fear, you're begging and you're seeking Allah's mercy than more on the side of it where it's like, or you know, the, the, you know the, uh, the hadith Like whoever says La ilaha Allah will enter Jannah Or every Muslim will enter Jannah one day I don't want to have this false idea That's like Oh you know Jannah, Jannah, Jannah I'm going to be there And then it's like Rather if I fear it I'm going to do more Yeah, uh, That's just how I work Obviously everyone works differently yeah, And sure. regret as well You know what I mean It's like Could I have done something You know what I mean That possibly could have changed my trajectory 
in that life you do go what i mean yeah mm. um but yeah next uh thing that could have been a very very deep segment if we just went mm. unravel that you know what i mean um but hey, i really like the fact that you said um excited <laughs> you know what i was thinking straight away i was thinking what of was someone that? that just wanted to like um, no, no, say, say, like, say it. Like you just want to die. Like, <laughs> yeah. you stop this dude, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's I'm out of here. It's yeah. you have those moments. Like, straight up, yeah. just think of Jen. It's like, stop this dude, bro. Yeah. It's only if you guaranteed. If you guaranteed. Oh no, that's the thing. We don't know. Yeah. Bro, this wasn't even my question, bro. That's um, why people make yeah, du'a that, to pass away, like you know, as a martyr or <laughs> yeah. on Hajj or something like that. Just any of these sujood, these ways that are just you know, more likely to. Reminds me of the Twitter. Receive Allah's mercy. You know the Twitter achis where they go, oh, my iman is so high, Allah, take my soul right now. <laughs> what? I've never seen that. Thank God I haven't. <laughs> you know the Twitter. Anyway, what habit from this month can you keep with you for the rest of the year? Even though we're only like eight days into Ramadan, seven days. Um, what's something? I feel like we're sort okay. of, we're building up the stride into Ramadan. Just now. on this question, there's can you keep and um, like will you keep? Because some, some of the habits are really hard, like the idea mm. of, you know, mm. um, one thing I'd I'd like to keep maybe is it's not even a habit I've seen that, but like qiyam al layl, even if it's something like turakat, because you're up for suhoor anyway, you can just pray turakat quickly and you make a dua. But just the idea um, to um, do more, you know, and always seek Allah's assistance and stuff like that. You can make a more consistent dua, and it's just a good habit, you know. Like now we get up every single day fajr or 20, 30 minutes before with that question. It's like yeah, because I need to eat, I need to nourish my body. I'm not asking for 30 minutes every day. Even if I just do like, okay, every Jummah, I pray Qiyam or Layl or Turakat, you know, I think that'll be a um, good habit that I'd enjoy keeping. Mine would be removing a sin each time. Because um, I don't know if you guys have heard recently, there was, I don't know if there was a lecture or there was some sort of a hadith. I think it's, I'm not going to quote the, 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 the scholar's name, but he spoke about how the way it's more beloved to Allah for you to remove a sin than to add. Good deed. Um, he was saying that. Um, what's it? I, I think this might be a. I think this might have been inside the the Jannah series. Um, he was speaking about how the way um, removing, like that dime of you removing it is more beloved to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala than six hundred thousand dinar. Um, I have to Very find it. I don't want to quote it, but they, they 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 there's a lot of scholars that agree that. There's um <coughs> there's more goodness in leaving a sin for the sake of Allah than to add a good deed such as a sunnah or a nawaf, it's something that's not really in the um in the fara'id that we do. Mm. Um so yeah, it's like you might want to <coughs> get rid of those things first, whether it's backbiting or whether it's swearing, whether it's um you know, indulging in the wrong uh, viewings and so on. So yeah, bro, that that's probably something that I want to do. I wanted to continue looking at or, or doing an audit of my life. Are there things that you removed at the start of Ramadan that you plan to remove? They are, but they're between me. Yeah, and yeah, God. don't don't, don't oh, verbalize yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, but there, alhamdulillah, there are a couple that I've I've looked at that are massive gaps. Yeah, and uh, alhamdulillah, I've got no option because you're fasting, you know. Yeah. yeah. So those things are kind of like eliminated for now but like i said hopefully into Ramad- outside of ramadan yeah when the shaitan whispers comes back in that mm. i don't want to be uh back on that wave yeah. i want to be off it completely for good inshallah honestly mm. speaking have you seen like the positive effects of having those removed or are you still in like that the early phase of trying to like make it a norm 
not having it in your life? Um, I'm 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 seeing it kind of, but I don't think it's I don't think it's something that you can see phys- in the physical realm. Mm-hmm. The things that, uh, for example, that I'm I was struggling with, mm-hmm. but it's um it's a lot more it's a lot more something that you you hope for the reward to come in the hereafter than for me to see it here, you know? Yeah. Because I shouldn't be doing it in the first place anyway. So facts. Yeah, I know yeah, that everyone sure. everyone has that. So everyone has that one thing that they need to remove from their life or a couple of things or probably yeah. more than one. A dozen. So yeah. A million. Um, well, I think I think <laughs> the habit that I want to continue is like probably just going to the mosque more often, just making it normal, even because in Australia we drive a lot. So we have the opportunity whether it's coming from home from the gym or wherever we can make we can make the pit stop and go into the mosque. It's not hard. We have the, we have the options. Alhamdulillah in our areas. So because we've been going to the mosque like almost every night now, or well, sometimes even twice a day, it's like phenomenal. Like, all of a sudden, it's like yeah, I can make the time. Mm. I can go to the mosque. It's like what excuse do I really have? Mm. You don't take the bus. <laughs> Only in Spain, huh? <laughs> Only in Spain. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's true. you start to think about. It's like you think of all these excuses you start to convince yourself in your mind no i don't have the time i'll go tomorrow i'll go next week yeah then, for sure. but then we do have the time but like it's have it, yeah but you have to make it yeah exactly 100 yeah, yeah, it's so it's actually convenient for us because we have cars there are other places that actually have to take buses or transport yeah, and it's not as easy to go maybe weather-wise and if you think about it as well yeah Tarawih isn't 50, 15 minutes like the usual salad mm. that we do it's an hour, an hour and a bit sometimes. We're making an hour every, you, every you night to go to the mosque. You also leave dinners early. Like sometimes you had a dinner, you're like, oh, I'm going to go to Tarawih. Yeah. And yeah. Some, some people won't go, you would go. And it's like, okay, that's a bit, there's yeah. a confrontation in that scenario and you take it every day. Like this is just what we do. Yeah. goes back to that conscious step. Yeah. Like we were talking about earlier. goes back to actually being conscious of that time. They start at nine, whether you like it or not. If you're not there, it's starting without you. And you're like, no, I need to do it because not only is it Tarawih and it's Ramadan and so on. It's like, oh, well, like I actually need to drop what I'm eating now. I need to drop what I'm doing now and just leave yeah. it for now. For an hour, come back to it later. Yeah. So that's that's an hour commitment comparison to like five, ten minutes. Yeah. Make it a, a commitment is a good thing. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, well, I'd say I piggyback off Ali's thing a little bit, but more... Um, uh, acknowledging that like my life revol- revolves around salah rather than salah revolves around my life the other way around if that makes sense yeah. like not making salah fit <coughs> but making my schedule fit around that type yep. of thing like i don't know i find it so nice because i used to be like cool i wake up in the morning snooze 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 but now cuz i don't hit snooze more than once because i know i have to eat and if i don't eat i'm gonna have the most depressing day because i didn't eat you know what i mean mm. Why can't I do that just specifically for Fajr alone? Mm. You get what I mean? And then like the other things as well. It's like now I'm hitting gyms after Isha type of thing. You know what I mean? Before I'd hit it through Isha and then after I pray when I get home type of thing. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, bro, there is no better feeling than coming back home. Yeah. And not having to pray a salah. Like, it sounds weird. <laughs> no, it's true, bro. But like, as in, like, yeah, now yeah. you don't want to be rushing it. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I know what you're saying. It's yeah. more like when you're the, it, the it's, a, it's a tough feeling when it's like late at night, you just, you're wrecked, you just want to sleep, and then you got to pay, you know, Isha, you got to maybe pay Witted, and then it's like, you know, you want to enjoy the process. Yeah. And it sounds bad, but you're half asking it. Like, you're, you're half asleep, like, in prayer. Yeah. You're not, yeah. it's not as, as conscious as it could be if you did it on time. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Facts, facts, facts. So yeah, that's that's what I, I like probably that. say. Okay, I got one question, and then we got the cameraman Ahmed, no producer 
Ahmed to give us a question. So my question is, um, in your opinion, what is the key ingredient for successful Ramadan? In my opinion? Yeah. What's what is the key ingredient for successful Ramadan? <laughs> in Sahal's eyes, Ali's eyes, uh, Legendary's eyes. I'll keep it short and sharp. I'll say that those habits or those vices that were ruling you before don't rule you after. And um, you've pretty much maintained the the momentum that you've got for at least a couple of months or forever after the Ramadan is over. So that's probably it. Um, I would say sense of community because just feeling and understanding that we're all in this together, like in Ramadan, we're all trying to achieve a bit, like do more things than we did in the last Ramadan, trying to become better Muslims in general. Mm. And I think even recently some of the group chats, like you start to realize that, okay, like some of these brothers are saying things like, I'm trying, I'm striving to do this, I'm listening to that. It's like, okay, it's not just me trying to do this and that. We're trying to actually help each other out here. And that's how we can actually grow to become better. We're all warriors. Warriors. What's yours? Oh, mine. Um, obviously, there's one thing is uh, achieving the goals that you set out for. But for me, just the successful Ramadan is just building a strong connection with the Qur'an. Because mm-hmm. I always, like we spoke about maybe before, like if the goal is khatam, it's like the other 11 months, you wouldn't even complete one khatam. But then you want to do one oh, in wow. Ramadan, which isn't a bad thing, it's a good thing. But it's just um, having that connection. You know, this is a book that, uh, like um, Ali was saying in one of the group chats, now when you're trying to do khatam or you're trying to read a lot, you're looking for a free patches. I've got five minutes before my friend comes, I'll read a page. You know, I got um, mm. before Isha. You know, oh, I got to the mosque early. Let me just open it up and read a page. Uh, after Fajr, oh, I'll just do two pages now quickly, or just two pages. So you're looking for these pockets to try to read more. Obviously, yep. we want to understand too, but in this month, just read, read, read. Mm. Um, so just this idea that the Quran, there's there's so much time in our day to actually fill with it with the Quran. It's a beautiful thing. So mm-hmm. to me, just that connection with Prince the Quran. Barakah as well. <coughs> what do you think? Um, before we end it, yeah, I was gonna say. Piggybacking off Ali's again, I, I really, no, re- I, I really the. Um, <laughs> Gotta take a photo of him piggybacking. Ali. <laughs> yeah, well, Ali piggybacking. <laughs> the, the the community thing, like I don't know, I feel like a successful Ramadan sometimes exists, like because it brings your family closer together yes. as well. You know what I mean? It's not because it's, it's like what Monique said. You know the whole thing about societies nowadays is like the individualism, mm. and there was the other one, collectivism. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in Ramadan, you see people all going to like. The masjid together in families in groups and it's like Eid but for 30 days straight type mm. of thing when you're at the masjid or it's like Jum'ah but every single day basically at Jum'ah you know what I mean I don't know there's something like low-key nice in that but then also on top of that it's like just having I guess the heightened level of consciousness and that all goes into our answers there as well yeah. you know it's like knowing that you have time to do things knowing also like like negotiating with yourself as well like some days are long you know, and be like, don't go too hard on this day so then you can at least like pace yourself out. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Because there's no point because at the end of the day, you want to build good good habits in Ramadan that you keep post Ramadan mm. rather than, hey, I've done it in Ramadan and then boom, I'm back onto the streets like post. Mm. Yeah, you definitely. know, so. Okay. So yeah. the producer had a question. We've got to put it in before you guys go. Let's make it short and sharp because yeah. we're going to. How has yeah. your life changed since last Ramadan? Shut up, Ahmed, bro. No, <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end that. How's your life changed since last Ramadan? Last Ramadan was a long fam. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. I don't remember what happened last Ramadan. Yeah, it was kind of a blur. So um, I don't, I don't think my life has changed much. I've travelled, 
I'm a wafer now officially. <laughs> anyway, it's in your bio. <laughs> it is, yeah. Don't you have the pin, Melbourne? No, I don't. <laughs> I do not have <laughs> Somali flag slash Australian flag. Doesn't it say what what's the word? Nam? No, no. Yo. Nam. Oh god. You still got here, huh? <laughs> okay, so how's your life changed since I was done? Um how's my life changed? Bro, I don't think I've changed, bro. It's kind of a bad answer, bro. Mm. You know? Um yeah, I, yeah. Well, I can tell you mine. Like for me? <laughs> no, 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 for me, for me. Uh, one thing that I thought like over the last couple of weeks is I feel like I've, even though it normally doesn't happen, but either I've stayed stagnant or I've gotten, um, I've went downhill a bit. You know, where sometimes you feel like, hey, I'm on a roll. I'm going up, up, up. I'm getting better at X, Y, and Z. And then I had all these habits and stuff. And sometimes you just go through um, stagnant phases where you have to prioritize other things. And your old metrics for what used to mean you're doing the right thing, you're on track, it's changed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, over the last six months, it's been a very busy. Things have changed. and What's uh, things, bro? You can't just say things, bro. I just life, like in general. like you have but to in your scenario. Yeah, obviously, like getting married, moving yeah. out, you know, going on a honeymoon or whatever for like seven weeks. Mm-hmm. You, it, ch- it changes everything, you know? And exactly. you're, um, before when, you're, when I was single, it's like, okay, my goal is to do X. Um, I used to base my day on the habits I do in that day was reading gym, memorizing, doing Arabic, whatever it is. And then now, um, over the last couple of months, I had to change. Mm. And even that changing isn't a bad thing. But then I have to learn to assess my life in a different way. And I haven't figured that out what it is yet. It's like, okay, I might only prioritize different habits. You know, even fed income, we've been a bit um, falling behind, you know, which is not having the same flow. So I feel like now I've been a bit stagnant since last time I was done. I hope this month, a month of discipline, I can, um, you know, get the ball rolling again. Sure. Kind of smash it out. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Which is a normal thing to do. You know, there's, there's patches in life where you feel like um, you might be not improving the way you used to. Yeah. But you make dua, you get back on the horse, and Allah alam what the future might hold. Yeah. Mm. Gotta be optimistic. Yeah, that's good. That's a great short answer. I love it. You gotta I mean, ask the question one. again to me because I forgot. Just how has your life changed since last Ramadan? You know, that's a very good question for you, by the way. That's why I wanted you to touch on that marriage thing. Because you had like the most drastic change out mm. of anyone in their lives, you know? Half my deen, baby, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it makes me want to not get married, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't really have an answer. Bro. Are you working more this Ramadan? Uh, uh, yeah, the difference between working full time and not having a job at all is. So this has never not worked. Yeah, that's true, actually. He's, he's, the hard, he's the hardest All the late No, no joke Because <laughs> even for me Like I feel like This Ramadan I'm working a lot more Than last mm-hmm. And that just automatically Gave me more conscious Of my time And yeah. how I'm using it mm-hmm. So just realising Like when I do have The free time Because it's more limited I guess mm-hmm. With uni and work You're starting to realise Okay I need to use this time For actually Doing you bad And not just Watching random videos On my phone Or Going out f- Like for no reason Like I don't have to Go to every social event, for example. You actually have to see, is it worth my time or should I be doing, like, catching up on the Ibadah that I said I'll do? Definitely. Definitely. All in balance, though, yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Piggybacking off Ali's statement. <laughs> I'd actually, I'd, the I'd the look. I genuinely <laughs> do not have an answer for this. You know? I'm that's right, And if I actually revealed my real answer. <laughs> yeah, you probably, you probably came out in the podcast as it is, yeah? No, no, it hasn't come out there in the podcast. Yeah. It's uh, it's too deep for the podcast. Let's no, just last, say that. Last, we have to go. If you're Ooh, trying to know, you can um, follow me on now. Alhamdulillah. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Inshallah, you had a blessed Ramadan and you make the most of the uh, last 10 days. 
Um, Allah reward you. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week. Uh, well, one thing, yeah. If you guys want to see a longer version of this, we do it round two. Hit that like button and we'll actually do it. If you don't, still hit that like button <laughs> and we won't do it. Peace <laughs> be Alright, thank we'll you guys. Peace.